0: All right, we're back to 2TV Sports. the Tosh and Jerry podcast. Jerry is here by my side, as always. Today, we've got a great pod for you guys. It's NFL draft time, Jerry. Everyone's getting, getting pumped. We've got the competition going. Check out our Instagram. Check out our Twitter for that competition. DM us. Get involved. If you want to watch this draft with something on the line. Plus, at the end of this pod, Jerry, we'll talk a little bit about this Padres-Dodgers series and baseball is officially back. We'll get to that later. But, Jerry, it's draft week, our favorite week of the year, one
1: of them. And uh, (laughs) let's talk about this. It's draft week, baby. The Jags are now on the clock, 10 minutes to go. Although I don't really understand. We all know they're taking Trevor Lawrence. Why are they going to use all the 10 minutes? Like we know they're going to say no to every trade offer. They have their guy in the future. The pick's already locked in. Uh, Tosh I'm so fired up as you can tell to go through this mock draft I think obviously we're going to focus heavily on the top 10 because after that really gets to be a guessing game but that being said join the two tv sports predict the pick challenge dude I'm fired up for that one through 32 great competition looking forward to that so Tosh Jazz go Trevor Lawrence one you have no issues there Number two I got whoa
0: whoa 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 You think wait they're not a taking second. Trevor Lawrence? Wait, wait, the man wait, who's been locked wait, in at one the wait, whole time. A second. Man. They're taking Trevor Lawrence. I just don't know if this is the best option for them. I'm a huge. Zach That's Wilson the best fan. option for them.
1: Nope, they, nope. Gotta,
0: they I, I agree. they got to take Lawrence. like he's the guy.: no, I'm drafting one. you're taking one.: I'm just saying it would he's, he's obviously the guy. but I'm just saying, don't sleep on Zach Wilson, who's the number two pick. Dude, Zach Wilson I, is the
1: Ryan Leaf of this draft. <laughs> Literally, That's it's about to be paying Ryan Leaf. It's about to be paying Ryan Leaf. Trevor Lawrence is going to have an absolute like solid so, career. Wilson, I'm there's big, no way he succeeds on the Jets. There's no way. I don't care if they hired Salah. It just does not matter. The Jets can't figure it out. I'm a, <laughs> big, a, uh,
0: I'm a big proponent of where you get drafted is going to really impact how well you do. Um, for example, Sam Darnold, I mean, he had no shot. With the Jets, with the talent that they put around him, with the coaching that they had around him. So, you can't be I, having Gase, you as your coach. Yeah. So, you know, it's hard. I, I think, though, Zach Wilson, if you put him on the Niners, for example, he would be, he would be amazing. He would light so it up. I like I think, Yeah. Whoever goes three, which we're going to talk I about. Would, I would like, I like Zach Wilson's talent. He's got a great arm. He can run very well. He's like 6'3. He's not small. I mean, He wasn't playing with Waddle, Smith, that whole freaking star-studded team. He was the guy. He made
1: it happen. So, okay, this is where I want to get to. Number three, I think, is where the draft heats up, right? We've heard a lot of rumors coming out of the Niners, Trey Lance, Mac Jones. Right now, in my mock draft, as of Monday as we record this, I have Mac Jones, the guy you just mentioned, with all the weapons going to the Niners. I know that there's been a lot of rumors and rumblings about Trey Lance shooting up the draft boards, and a lot of the scouting department likes Trey Lance, but Kyle Shanahan's going to have the final decision. He has to. And he, all indications are, Tosh, at this point in time, that's Mac Jones. All the big sources are saying it. Kyle Shanahan's glowing about him. I get that he had a bunch of weapons and he was surrounded by greatness in Alabama. No issues there. But the Niners, last time I checked, had a pretty good roster and were just banged up last year. You know what I mean? Like, they're not that far away from being right back in contention
0: the last so the last pod we did jerry i came on here and i was saying i guarantee they take justin fields because justin fields is way more talented than Mac jones i think anyone can see that he had way more hype coming out into college he did pretty much i mean he started more years like he had a better college career he's the better player but I've changed my mind. They're taking Matt Jones. They're taking uh, it. K- yeah. Kyle Shanahan's press conference today. I mean, all the quotes coming out. It's they're taking Matt Jones, unless this is a big smokescreen, which it could be. Safe you pick. never know. Safe pick. But I think they're taking Matt Jones, which I think that's pretty dumb. I mean, if you're on a team with they so they've got Landon Dickerson, first round center. They've got what if Alex he's the guy that they able, like first,
1: if he's the guy that thinks that they're gonna fit that system the best, spread around the ball. To their weapons, better than any other quarterback. You take him even at three. Like clearly, they love him if they're willing to trade all of those assets I, I, to get up to I three. Have
0: no, I have no problem with any team taking the quarterback any position. Like you have to have a good quarterback to win, which is why yeah. I didn't hate last year when Packers took Jordan Love, who I think would be the third draft, the third quarterback taken in this draft. I'm not um, even touching that one. On but the 2021 the draft with, with the what 26th pick or something. But anyways. If you if you find your quarterback, you have to take him, which is what they're doing. I don't hate I don't hate the idea behind it. I'm just saying when you're when you're used to as a quarterback having a first round running back, a first round center, a first round tackle, yeah, three first round receivers, the, a great coach, like, and then you go to the NFL and you're no longer just throwing the wide open dudes. It's I mean we saw what happened with Tua. Bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: We'll see. And I um, don't
1: know enough about Trey Lance
0: to really say if he's going to be good or not. And, dude, the
1: late risers scare the hell out of me. I mean, my prominent example is Blake Bortles. Like, I, I just don't trust them um, at all. So, I'm, I, I'm not out on Trey Lance. I'm just – I mean, red flags everywhere for me on him. I mean, um,
0: yeah, they're, most of the quarterbacks you take aren't going to end up being good. But, like, you do have guys who are, I guess, like, was Patrick – when you qualify Patrick Mahomes as a late riser?
1: Like, yeah, take he kind of was. A yeah. Yeah, you do. You do. Um, But I think even the chiefs uh, were even surprised by how good he turned out to be. Obviously they liked him enough to move up to 10 uh, and the bears didn't get him, which sucks for the bears, but you know, all right, Tosh. Four is where this draft gets inter. four is where this draft gets interesting. The Falcons are on the clock. I want to kick this one off because I actually think the Falcons trade out of this spot. They can do two things here though. If the Falcons do have the pick, they can draft Matt Ryan's replacement or they can draft him a lot of help. So the guy I like at number four is none other than tight end Kyle Pitts because I think if he was labeled as a wide receiver or just offensive weapon, the dude's the best player on the board by far. I don't think he gets out of the top five. Um, and that being said, I think the Falcons actually trade back at a haul for this pick and somebody goes up and gets Kyle Pitts. You tell me he's not going to dominate like a young Tony Gonzalez, Rob Gronkowski, Travis, uh, yeah, Rob Gronkowski, Travis Kelsey. Like this is the guy you want for the next 10 years at your tight end position. Like, he's going to be a monster in the red zone, let alone like, split in the middle of the field. Linebackers can't cover him. Corners can't are too small for him. Like, Dude's a monster. He's got to be going four. I like
0: Kyle Pitts. I've been hyping him up for over a year. I think he's really good. And yeah, I think they're going to take him at four. I don't think they're going to trade this pick. They're talking about trading Julio Jones. I think they're going to trade Julio Jones and take Pitts. I'll take uh, they're Julio. Going to- they're that's they're going to trade Julio after uh, the the June one deadline, so that so the cut yeah doesn't... the cap yeah. So yeah. so yeah. I think that's their plan. I I could see Jamar Chase. Those are the two options I was considering.
1: So I I just want to address the Matt Ryan thing and like taking a quarterback. Like yeah, you're a and You could take a quarterback to replace him, but I think Matt Ryan still has a couple good years left. And like I'd rather get him help and not draft his replacement right now. Like it doesn't make your team better to have two this, quarterbacks on the roster. This,
0: this is my take on quarterbacks. If you can get a top five to ten quarterback, you have to take them no matter what. So, like, if one of these guys, if they think, like, I don't know, but if if Fields or Lance is going to be a top, is the guy you have to take him, and you can throw Matt Ryan to the curb. Two years of Matt Ryan is not even worth, not even close to worth passing on. You know, your next franchise quarterback. So, if yeah. you if you see the guy, you got to take him. I don't know if Fields or Lance are the guy. So I think they're gonna take pits and he's gonna be he's gonna be good with Matt Ryan. He's gonna lead them He's to gonna a, be good an anyway. He's eight gonna, eight
1: eight. gonna be a stud. Like that guy's he's gonna good, They're gonna lead them seven. to an eight and eight
0: record and they're <laughs> gonna have the sixteenth pick and Matt Ryan's gonna get old and they're not gonna have a quarterback. So uh, that's what's gonna happen with the Falcons. How about number five, Jerry? This so, is where I think I think yeah, it it's it's between I think you I think there's the top three and then I think there's Pitts, Sewell, and Jamar Chase. And yeah. to be honest, I think either any I think the Falcons will take Pitts or Chase. The Bengals will be deciding between the other one and uh, the, Sewell. The Bengals
1: are gonna pick between Sewell, and a wide receiver, whether it's Pitts or Jamar Chase. I'm hundred percent on board with you there. Um, I actually have that like we have a pretty similar draft boards so far, which is kind of surprising. Um, not one through three, but anyways, uh, if I'm the Bengals, I'm taking, I mean, we saw what happened with Joe Burrow last year. He had no O-line. I'm taking Panay Sewell. You plug and play that guy. 100%.
0: Jerry, we've seen Panay Sewell. We've seen every snap he's played of his college career. This dude is an absolute
1: tank. And I've seen Joe Burrow be able to hit subpar receivers. Like, imagine if he has a line. Like, he did not even
0: line. subpar receivers. They drafted T. Higgins in the first round last year. Packers, yeah, I forgot Packers T. Higgins was out there. Packers have survived. They've won two Super Bowls, won countless games. You know how many wide nope. receivers you've taken in the first round? None. doesn't matter. You can
1: get, you can get good receivers. <laughs> I think Aaron Rodgers could use a little bit of help. He'd like a little bit he of help. He has the best uh, receiver
0: in football. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Adams. But besides him, I don't think Marquez is getting it done. But anyways, yeah, Bengals. Please take uh, Panay, our boy from Oregon, uh, lock he, it in number literally five. We ran, ran our
0: offense through our left tackle. We did sure. run to the left, run to the left, screen to the receiver where he <laughs> runs out and murks the corner. So I mean,
1: the film, yeah, uh,
0: this this guy's insane. I, like, I think people are sleeping on him. He's he's also only 20. Like, this is a generational talent. It's basically might taking slip out of Nelson,
1: who the Colts got top three, but plugging it's in a, left this tackle. Guy, yeah, this guy yeah. plays left tackle, and not yep. guard.
0: Yep. Like, and this guy, I think, is better than Quentin Nelson. Like, I think Sewell's a Quentin le- Nelson's a legit, pretty like, good.
1: Gener- he, I mean, I mean, it's tough. Uh, I don't know yet. He definitely has a shot at left tackle.
0: Athletically, but... just athletically, like, like Quentin Nelson Sewell can scoot. One of the that most. I can scoot, dude. Sewell, though, I mean, he's one of the most athletic big men I've ever seen. Definitely, like,
1: no question. If he slips
0: out of the top five, that's an absolute joke, I think. I think So then the Dolphins uh,
1: are on the clock they need, next. They after. need to get two a help. Yes,
0: I agree. I haven't, a haven't a receiver, taken a wide receiver. So, so what we're gonna we're gonna what wide receiver do you think I Yeah. So I, I, I think I think Chase. And I'm a big Chase fan. Like Chase was the number one receiver over Jamar Jefferson on the same team. Yep. And, yep. and Jefferson, and uh, or Justin Jefferson, not Jamar, Justin Jefferson, and and Justin Jefferson was one of the top 10 wide receivers in football last year, maybe. So that just speaks to how good Chase is. I feel like he's, I, I, I would take him fourth, maybe.
1: Dude, you're gassing up my big board. I also have Jamar Chase going sixth to the Dolphins. Absolutely, they're gonna get to a wide receiver. Um, could I see it being one of the guys from Alabama that he played with instead of Jamar Chase? I could, but. Based on all the aggregating I've been doing lately, and the big boards and some film study I've been doing, uh, I think Jamar Chase is the number six overall pick in this year's NFL draft, and I think the Dolphins do stay in that spot and make that selection. Um, yeah. Next, and, though, and one
0: thing about one thing about those Bama receivers, though, is that I'm not completely I like I think that I'm I'm not completely sold on on uh, Devonte Smith being an instant guy, but do you, do you, I guess we so. Can you like get... waddle over over. I like Waddle, and everyone's saying like, "Oh, Waddle's Henry Ruggs, like he's just a deep threat." No, that's not true. Waddle was amazing on the same team as Henry Ruggs, not just doing all the deep stuff. He's more right. of a receiver. Yes, he's fast, but I think he's more of an actual like receiver, not just like a I, deep bomb. Well, I think bomb it depends too round. on
1: what on what your team actually needs for Smith versus um, Waddle. So, yeah, but I, Gary, I agree with
0: you. You never draft on need. Always draft the best player available.
1: I mean, you're stealing right from the Pats' playbook. Obviously, you take (laughs) the best player on the board, which we may or may not do over Smith. But all right, seventh pick. I think this
0: is where it really gets interesting. Who do you have for the seventh pick?
1: Okay, so as of right now, the Lions are on the draft board. Uh, I don't see them trading the pick because they're they're constantly needing help. They did just draft or I guess they just traded for Jared Goff. Um, the, teed ha- the team has holes everywhere. They could take anybody. Um, in my mock right now, I currently have them taking a quarterback because obviously I, Goff's not their like, homegrown guy, although I guess the GM was an assistant before with the Rams and really likes Goff. Whatever, I don't really care. Go- Goff sucks. Um, right now, I have not taken a shot at Trey Lance at seven, um, but I could see them going in a lot of different directions. So this could change by draft time in my mock draft
0: so yeah this was an interesting one for me too i, I wasn't exactly sure right now i have them taking fields because i think that okay. some team so may both going trade up i think i think they may trade this pick i think they may trade down they're not trying the pats to sneak right up now. with the lions
1: you think we we sneak up there i don't
0: think the pats are going to trade up i think some other team maybe denver maybe who knows uh, i don't think true lock got a fair shake
1: Denver could use a better quarterback, but, like, I, I mean, I think you try and build around Drew Locke for at least another year and see what you got.
0: I don't. I'm out on Drew Locke. I don't think okay. he's accurate enough. I, he's just too much of a gunslinger, and I don't know. I'm not a huge fan. I think they need a quarterback. I think if you have a chance to get a quarterback, you got to take it. But uh, I think the Lions may trade this pick because they're not trying to win right now. Their coach is on a six-year deal. Their GM is new. They don't need instant help. They're gonna look to build coach this is thing a
1: up. too. That coach is gonna be I up
0: th- before the end of the six years. Just so you know, I I do think though that coach. I mean, you saw his press
1: conference. That dude, crazy Absolute guy,
0: cornball. And, and, and you know who those guys always love, Jerry. What what position do those guys love?
1: The D line. <laughs> The D line the, and the trenches, yeah, the trenches. The trenches, and that's <laughs>
0: why I think that they may take a tackle if they keep this pick. But as of now, I think they're going to trade it, and I think someone's going to jump up and get Fields before the Panthers can get Fields, because I think if Fields is there at eight, the Panthers are going to are going to take. Uh,
1: no, fields. they have their quarterbacks of the future They're Sam Darnold and uh, Teddy Bridgewater, and because of that, Tosh, I have the Panthers taking an offensive tackle to protect them, whoever the starter may be, and also not have Christian McCaffrey get blown up in the backfield. Not that he's getting caught in the backfield that often, but I haven't taken Rashawn Slater right now, a tackle, bolster that offensive line.
0: So I also have been taking him because really, I think Matt, I mean, he's a, he's the second tackle. I think Matt yeah. rule wants to win in the trenches as well. I like what they're building. They drafted a ton of defensive guys last year. Uh, and I think this year they'll focus more on the offense, get a tackle. Um, because I think someone's going to swoop up and get Fields before they can. So, yeah, uh, yep. yeah, I think Slater Sorry. is from, – from all I've heard, he's, he's a really good prospect. So, I think no issue taking him eight.
1: Yeah, no, I'm good with that. I like that a lot, obviously, because it's in my, my mock too. But I did like what you just said. Someone's going to come up and scoop Fields. Uh, and all, for all my Drew Locke, you know, uh, bolstering, I do have the Broncos actually taking Justin Fields next at number nine. Uh, you know, they definitely could use an upgraded quarterback. I mean, they have a co- competent defense, uh, and Sutton out there and they're not that far away from being pretty competitive. Although they do play in the division, same division as the chiefs. So it's a little bit tough, but, uh, yeah, I think Justin Fields I, right here top 10 pick.
0: So I also haven't taken quarterback. I've been taking Trey Lance. I mean, North so Dakota. State. That's pretty, yeah. yeah, that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty close to Denver. You know, yeah. John always has been, been watching and, uh, i think i do think though with with the whole fields thing i think that some team in the range like seven through 20 is really trying to get him and they've been doing a whole like negative surprise team well yeah and they've been they've been trying to you know they've been leaking fake stories (laughs) about maybe they've been leaking fake stories about all this stuff that that Teams that people, you know, you've seen all the articles about fields and yeah, like, yeah. So I think some team might, might be like trying to do a little negative PR campaign to make him fall in the draft so they can get in. So that's why I think some teams make trade up for him. Um, and yeah, with Lance, I mean, Broncos need a quarterback. So I think they might take on. Who
1: doesn't this year, though? I mean, this is the year for quarterbacks. It's a good one. This reminds me of the year it was a uh, it was Josh Rosen, Darnold, Baker, that draft. There was like five or two other guys in and uh, but yeah, that draft was it it, well. it
0: does but it it Josh it Allen does, was in that draft. I think this 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 uh group I think is I was never a believer in Josh Rosen. I was not really a believer in Sam Darnold. I think we the, these guys are a little bit better.
1: Um I was I was definitely high on Rosen coming out and low on Darnold. Uh, I was 100 percent wrong on on Rosen, but did win a bet. Rosen that he start like 17 games or something like that, so it all works out in the end.
0: Rosen can't, Rosen can't move. That's always been his issue. I, you can say the same about
1: Mac Jones,
0: but <laughs> we'll see what happens. Oh, with yeah,
1: him. Uh, but to be that guy, Brady can't move, and it works out just fine. It just depends well, on Tom uh, Brady. you got around you and some help. Yeah, he is Tom Brady. I've got to get that in while I can. Uh, Tosh, right, ten, we've gone six. through the top nine. Yeah, and this is where we we. You know, we do our mocks. It looks great. And then we kind of look back at it and we go, not one defensive player has been picked yet off the board. Someone's going to get a steal at number 10, right? Uh, So my first question is, do you also have the Cowboys taking a defensive player at 10?
0: Yes. I don't think it's the same defensive player that you have. And I think that uh, I have been taking JC Horn because I think that. I don't. I think that Mike McCarthy's going to like Casey Horn because from what I've heard, he's more of a press man corner versus Sertan, who is more of a keep everything in front type of corner. And I think that uh, Dan Quinn and McCarthy are going to like Horn more than Sertan. So I'm going to go. See,
1: I had, I had a, I had Horn as, as an edge rusher, not as a cornerback. Maybe I have to go back and double check that um but I do have them taking Patrick Sertan number one corner off the board the Cowboys defense is atrocious we know when Dak's healthy their offense can hang with the best one putting up 400 yards a game they clearly need help on the defensive side of the ball another guy I kind of like for them is Micah Parsons a linebacker he reminds me of a more athletic more versatile Sean Lee and we know they like their linebackers and Big D in Dallas so I wouldn't be surprised if they take the best linebacker or the best corner um wouldn't shock me if they took you know, the quickest ag- acting. Linebacker, no, but...
0: linebacker would surprise me a little bit just because they they still have Vanderash and um and I and yeah. Mac- McCarthy uh, McCarthy never wanted to invest highly in the linebacker position when he was in Green Bay. Um I don't know. And and he seems to be like he's all about the analytics now, which also say not to do that. So maybe right. they will. Who knows? It could be Jerry so, calling the shot. But I got a good I draft question
1: for you then uh speaking of the analytics they say don't take a running back in the first round so i'm going to ask you this which running back goes first in the drafts travis etienne out of clemson or and naji harris out of bam i've been thinking about this for a while and i've been going back and forth
0: yeah um it's hard to know i mean it just depends on if a team really likes one of them it, i've heard the steelers maybe are considering a running back i don't think that they need they a line take one in the yeah, I I wouldn't take one. They need linemen. They need a lot of help on that team. Uh, yep. They could use a quarterback. I don't know de- if anyone's there.
1: Their defense is solid. No, I I think the the Steelers do. They do need a line and a running back. I think those are the two areas of need. I don't think Big Ben can play till he's sixty. That dude is like the same quarterback, just kind of rumbling around out there. Um, yeah. They definitely do need um, a quarterback too, though. But they're they're not taking they're not replacing Ben this year, anyways. I
0: think. I think both Harris and ETN will be late first, second round guys. I'll take, uh, if I had to bet on it, I would probably say uh, Najee Harris. But I think ETN is more of in the mold of what these guys are looking for with a pass catcher. Mm -hmm. I think some team will think that Najee Harris is like the next Derrick Henry and try to build their
1: team around him like that. So you think they go late first? Yeah. I could see it. I could see it. Maybe Uh early second. Not just some more
0: there's not running back in the first
1: round. Just some more draft tie up kind of things that I just wanted to hit on quickly uh just to get out. I think uh I'm just kind of jumping around here a little uh mosh posh at the end of the draft talk. I think the Ravens are going to actually get a wide receiver that Lamar can attempt to try and hit deep. Um I don't know who's going to be there. They're not a Hollywood Brown thing. Dude, so I actually had Hollywood Brown on one of my fantasy teams last year to be that guy, and that man is feast or famine. Like, he's either getting two touchdowns, 150 yards, or, like, one catch to, like, seven. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I think he's so, definitely helpful, like, in the slot and can stretch the field if you put him out wide. But, I mean, he's definitely can't be your wide receiver one. Absolutely not.
0: Yeah, I agree. But the Ravens could get a wide receiver. To me, I think they could use a tight end. Um because we saw, I mean, Lamar loves his tight ends. He, he's much better throwing over the middle of the field than outside. Yeah. So I think load up on tight ends for them. But, uh, Jerry, who are the Pats taking?
1: Yeah, I'm glad you asked me because I, like the organization, don't know. I heard a report today, I shit you not, that was the Patriots are in on a quarterback unless that guy isn't there and then they're not going to press it and they'll take the best available player. Like, no shit, we're going to do what we always do. We're going to try and trade up. If nobody's there, we're going to trade back get more picks um i think they like one or two guys of the quarterback groupings i couldn't tell you which if it's fields lance jones i mean they're very tight-lipped in new England. could not tell you where they're well, looking. I, I do think, hope we get I somebody
0: i mean it's gonna have to either be fields or lance um and who knows but i i don't see belichick giving up a lot of assets to no, move up no so no I think they're either going to move back. I don't know. Are there are there any positions that, like for example, the Packers? I mean, I think we're I taking mean, a, a a tackle <laughs> or a running back, or a tackle or a cornerback. I mean, I I think that yeah, um, those are two areas of need long term and and yeah and um. Our GM said that those are areas of depth in this draft. I think that we will take either a tackle or a cornerback. I mean, pick 29, it's hard to really know who's going to be there. but Yeah,
1: I um, could, yeah, it's definitely going to be. I agree with that for sure. Um, so it's what about be for again, the Pats? The Pats, you know who I kind of like? In my mock draft right now, I have Devontae Smith, Heisman winner falling to the Pats and us taking him, <laughs> um, which is kind of surprising but Edelman did just retire. We could use kind of a Swiss Army knife like him. Uh, a smaller guy, quicker, versatile, can do a whole lot. Um, obviously, a complete stud. If he falls to 15, it would be hard I'd to be, pass him up at that point. I'd be interested
0: to see what Belichick thinks of the 166-pound uh, body playing in the January in Foxborough.
1: I mean – I don't think it's about it's about the heart you got in the fight. And I think Devontae has shown that. That man is an absolute football player. I would love to have him on the team if he falls to 15. I don't think he will, but I just didn't have – I mean, I had some other players going off the board before him that were on the defensive side of the yeah. ball. It was like the Vikings don't really need offense,
0: Who, you know. So so there's the top five quarterbacks, and then there's, yeah. there's uh, Trask, Kyle Trask from Florida. There's Kellen yeah. Mond, and there's um, Davis – David Mills and the over under for quarterbacks taken in the first round is five and a half. So is there yeah, any I think it's one under. of those guys you think you're taking the under? You don't think that one of those guys I've heard Tampa Bay wants a quarterback.
1: I mean, Tampa Bay could go in a lot of different directions. I could see them if Najee Harris falls to them or Etienne falls to them taking a running back. That would be a great fit for the Bucs. Kind of like the Chiefs did last year with Clyde Edwards, LR um they took a
0: tackle
1: yeah i mean hey they just traded with the ravens who you know they're putting together one they're piecing. they'll be back um but yeah i i don't see another quarterback going in the first i mean would i be shocked actually a little bit i think i i really don't think they're gonna be i'm gonna go under on that no, I think – no, because I think either Jameis – no, because I think you have two guys there. You have Jameis and you have Taysom Hill. I don't think they need a quarterback. I really don't. I don't think they want a quarterback. They could use Steelers. that to fill other holes. The Steelers could take a quarterback, but I don't think it's going to be in the first round.
0: I agree. Think I, do, I, round. I, would I think they will take a quarterback, but not takes, the first though. It would not shock me if someone takes one of those guys. I think yeah. – I don't know. I think one of those guys might end up being all right. <laughs> like
1: Yeah, oh oh I mean one of them is gonna be like a Russell Wilson type well maybe not that good, but like a guy in the second or third round who is a starter for a while out of this draft, easily over like a bunch of dudes and be like he's gonna be like, Yeah, like these guys got drafted ahead of me, I had a chip on my shoulder, I was just working hard the whole yeah. time. I knew I'd get my shot. Like you will hear about him in four years. No worries. No doubt about
0: Do that. Do you have any any other uh draft questions you want to go through?
1: I mean, I covered pretty much what I needed to get out of this podcast. What I was really excited about. I got, but what? Yeah, I mean, with the last.
0: Right. So there's there's day one. Day one's on Thursday, right? Day two yep, yep. is on Friday, and day three's on Saturday. So are you going to be watching all three days, or what's your uh, what's your plan?
1: So what I tend to do is I'm pretty glued to the TV. Night one, like a lot of the NFL. 100%.
0: Thing. Got it. Uh,
1: day two uh the set like the first couple picks in the second round I'll probably tune into uh then I kind of fade out and then I'll kind of like watch around when the pats are picking to see like who they might get and then go back to whatever I'm doing then day three I'm out on day three I'm doing like anything else and I'll get the updates about whoever my whoever the pats pick really like I'm out on day three
0: because I this I was thinking about what my plans are you know this weekend and what am I going to be doing Saturday? And I'm thinking yeah. I'm probably going to be watching all three Centered days. Center on the draft. draft. <laughs> I'm still in quarantine here, not really doing much. So watching rounds five through seven. Oh, I hope five through seven is exciting
1: for you. At least it goes a little faster <laughs> every ten minutes.
0: <laughs> so we'll see that. who the
1: Packers add.
0: You know, it'll be no baseball games on at that time. But speaking of baseball, there's 100 yeah. percent going to be baseball games on. You know, I'm going to be watching baseball. And Jerry, let's, let's get into this. Baseball is officially back, Jerry. I mean, everyone's everyone's paying attention this year, Jerry. And I think it does feel like year, that, right? Baseball is back. We're back to the days of the glory days of baseball, like 2000 through 2005, when everyone watching. Everyone's into it, and I think it's not because of all the rule changes, the Mickey Mouse rule changes that Rob Manfred's enacting, like the seven. Seven innings, you throw a no-hitter, but it doesn't count as a no-hitter. How stupid is that? But uh, I think it's because last year, it's a 60-game season. It was super intense. Every game mattered. The playoffs were expanded, so a lot of teams had a shot to get in. There was a ton of playoff games, and everyone got involved at the end of last year. And now it's just kind of rolled over into this year and everyone's but I still I was vibing. out on
1: last year and now I'm in on this year. Like, I found myself last night watching that Dodgers-Padres series. Like, I'm invested in two teams that I've never cared about in my entire life. But, I mean, that's not true. Besides the fact when the Dodgers played the Red Sox in the World Series, which we took, no big deal. Uh, I don't I was glued to that. Like, Tatis is unmissable right now. The Dodgers line up, uh, not line up, their pitching rotation one through five. Unbelievable. Natasha, I was texting you they, they have, Mitchell rotation is so good they have David Price coming on the bullpen like they're just they have so it, many extra it, arms it's unbelievable and I'll find exactly, myself like entertained by the, like these two teams that I would ordinarily never care and about. they have
0: they have Tony Gosselin who was a rookie who had an era in the threes last year he didn't even make their rotation like he didn't even make their team I mean this
1: it's this team
0: is insane and yeah. just adding Bauer and then May. I mean, you were watching last night. Yeah, Dude, yeah. May has insane stuff. I mean, he would Dude, do the best. He was throwing
1: in... gas. Yeah. And I took him out and that's when things fell apart. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Unreal. In yeah. Trevor um. Bauer. I mean, Walker Bueller, Kershaw. Urias. One thing though from last night's game. You know, as well as anybody that I fucking despise Alex Rodriguez. I hate every game he calls. But he was calling the Sunday night ba- baseball game with Matt Baskirjan. Who's a consummate pro. Uh, one thing that A Rod did say that I thought was one of the most interesting things he's ever said. A Rod's a good broadcaster. He's got uh, a nice glow around him. He definitely is enthusiastic, and he he's a people pleaser. He's a real charmer. I'm I'm not fooled <laughs> by his uh, his salesman style. But anyways, um, he said that the this Padres team right now. Yes, his little brother, like, yes, obviously wants to beat the Dodgers, but they have a little bit of that, like, O three, O four Red Sox feel where it's like you kind of – they only they believe that they can beat the Dodgers and take down the Dodgers. And everyone's like, yeah, like, maybe they want a series here and there, but can they really do it? Um, that's just a really interesting thing you say. You said it kind of casually in, like, the middle innings. Um, if you weren't paying attention, you easily could have missed it. But, I mean, if anybody knows about that Red Sox-Yankees rivalry and beating big brother, little brother – It'd be A-Rod. So he's saying, look out for this Padres team against a a super stacked Dodgers team this year. I'm not sleeping on the Padres, and I know a lot of people aren't. Like, obviously, they're really good this year. But, Tosh, do you think that they have a legitimate shot to take down the Dodgers?
0: So I'm a huge Padres fan. I mean, fun team. I yep. was rooting for them in the playoffs last year. Tatis, I mean, I picked them to win MVP last year. I'm a huge Tatis fan. I got Blake Snell on my fantasy team. I mean, I just called Drew Pomerantz, one of the best believers in baseball. Big U Darvish fan. <laughs> I mean, I drafted the Nelson Lamette. He's here right now. So I'm a big Padre fan. But, Jerry, the hype around the Padres has got to cool down. This is getting ridiculous. I mean, so the stove's pretty
1: hot right now they made the
0: playoffs once in the last however many years they lost in the second round which should have been the first round
1: yeah but you don't uh, have to making the playoffs is not a precursor to winning like look at the royals a couple of years like five years ago 100%. They, started, they were the worst teams in baseball and they were in the world series so like you don't you don't 100%. have to have like it's not like basketball where you get close to the hump and then you have to get over the hump like baseball any given season you can go from worst to first like the padres could do it i mean i'm you can to first, go from but,
0: like and you can go from first source, which... I'm a Red Sox fan. I know that.
1: We do that all the time. Which they're
0: not, they're not doing right now, but right, everyone's, everyone's you know, championing the Padres is like their only hope to beat the Dodgers. And I'm just saying, let's pump the brakes a little bit. They've been to the playoffs one time. They have a good team. I mean, it's not on the level of the Dodgers. It's, is it isn't even on the level of the Giants, Gary. I mean, the Giants went in there and took two out of three from San Diego. They uh they, they have a I mean, That's for my baseball podcast. expertise ends.
1: I can't uh I'm not I'm not good at commenting on the Giants, but I know so the they're, pods are
0: they're, good. they're a fun team. I like them. They have a chance to be really good. But I'm saying let's pump the brakes a little bit. Let's stop proclaiming them a hundred win team before they actually It's do gonna be wins.
1: tough in that division. It's definitely gonna be tough to get to a hundred wins for either team. For either team in that division.
0: Definitely. But I, I am a big Padres fan. As a Giants fan, you know, you kinda have to root for the Dodgers in those games because you're not gonna pass That's the tough. Dodgers. But like <laughs> yeah. fuck the Dodgers. So you kinda gotta root for the Padres. But um Yeah, the Russians
1: enjoying the game.
0: <laughs> the rivalry's back and yeah. baseball's back. Everyone cares about it. It's time to jump on the bandwagon. Let's stop talking about all these you know, every time I turn on a baseball podcast, the guys talk for hours on end about some stupid rule change that's going on
1: in Double Dude, A. It's, the personalities like, driving it. Like, it's nice a... to see the rivalry and like see these dudes mad at each other. Yeah, it's like, it's okay, like, you don't I all couldn't... have to get along. Like, exactly. And, you know, I be give less.
0: I can give less of a fuck about the like random like rule changes that they're doing in Single A and Double A. Like, can the yeah, me- can the media stop talking about that stuff? Let's play the game talk about the game baseball's back everyone cares about it now so it's time to actually start talking about stuff that's interesting not stupid rule changes that don't even matter the rules are what they are this season lace them up put on spikes <laughs> you got tatis out there we got may we got bauer come on jerry this is great
1: stuff i'll be interested to see if the uh, this momentum can can continue through the dog days of summer but so far man i i've surprised myself at how much baseball i'm watching. Uh, and I'm probably going to get off this pod and probably go turn on a game, actually, surprisingly enough, on a Monday night. Just relax. Yeah. you gotta be watch- You got to be watching yeah. some ball every night, Gary. Yeah.
0: You, know, Red- you know the Red Sox will be on pretty much every night. Easily. 7 until October. <laughs>
1: 707 <night>. first pitch.
0: <laughs> yep, exactly. You get-, you get your dinner. You get a little drink. Sit in front of the TV. You watch the Sox. I watch the Giants. And it's, uh, it's a great night.
1: Yep. No complaints. But uh So I'm that. pumped for this draft and uh, let's um
0: remind people sign up for the uh draft competition on our Instagram. We'll send you a uh document that you can fill out and that's gonna be how you uh make your picks, send it to us. Uh, it's gonna we'll all go online. Yeah, it was fun last year, so I'm I'm pumped. I'm pumped for it this year. And then uh, we'll be back next week. We'll talk a little bit about the draft. I do wanna get a uh, J J Rob on here. Do, you know, he's got his pod, Love Legends yeah. Baseball, check we'll that out. So and I, I wanna to get, get him on. I wanna get yeah. him on and I wanna do a little MLB Tears pod. Break down this be MLB.
1: Fun. Yeah.
0: Um, and so we'll see what, what happens with that. And uh, and yeah, thanks for listening to the Poshavery pod. Check us out on Uh, Instagram and Twitter, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button if you have not already. So, um, if you made it this far, share share your pod on share our pod on uh, Instagram. You know, get us some more viewers, and uh, and we we'd much appreciate that. So, uh, for now, two TV sports is signing off, Mike.